Welcome everyone. We're here today from wonderful Las Vegas, Nevada for BizCon, MJ BizCon 2022. And we have Plant Profits here. Plant Profits is brought to you by Produce Global. I'm your host, Vern Davis. And my first guest today is a gentleman that I've known for two or three years. He and I were talking earlier off camera about when we, uh, we start having conversations, but uh, he's got one of the best brands in the cannabis industry. Mr. Joe Hodas, he is the CMO of Wanna Brands. How you doing, Joe? Good, Vern. Thanks for having me. Man. Oh, Appreciate man. It. My pleasure. Yeah. My pleasure. Man, what, where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> like me personally? Or, uh, yeah. Where have you been, bro? I've been holed up in my basement working. <laughs> you <laughs> have. I tell you what, man. I, I just... You know, you got a wonderful brand, Thanks. and we were talking about the usage and how it works, and how how the, the gummies is is core for you guys, how it works, and and how it does exactly what mm -hmm. it's supposed to do, man. And um, that is something that cannabis industry really needs. It's true brands that do what brands do. I think you got the toughest job in the industry. <laughs> well, being a, a chief marketing officer at a cannabis company. Uh, on any given day, I would probably yeah. agree with you, but uh, I will tell you that having worked with a couple of different brands in the industry, right. working with Wana, why it's not the hardest job is because it, it, all of it works together. Like you right. got great leadership, you've got excellent product, you've got you know all of the the great brand work behind the scenes in terms of the look and feel and everything. It, it just it just works really well organically and it happened that way. Prior to my getting there, so I love to right. you know be the recipient of that benefit. But you know, it's it's really a great brand, long long time standing. So that's great. So tell me a, a little bit about the brand journey, right? From when you got there, you walked in the door. This is your brand, yeah. okay? To where it is now, and how it's evolved, and how does that reflect what's happening in the cannabis community? Great question. And, and yeah. some of it's you know about me personally, what I saw, what I wanted to do, and why Nancy brought me on. And some of it's about where the industry has has gone in the last three years because, you know, it moves at yeah. such a rapid-fire pace. Oh, my God. Three years um, is like 10. It's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, we were just, you know, we, we'd grown and we were doing, you know, really well as a company, but in right. terms of our footprint, expansion markets, all that, um, right about when I got there, not because I got there, but right about when I got there, we just did this, right? Because yeah. we started going into state after state after state, launching new markets, um, bringing on new products. And so that's where a little bit of the, the leadership on the marketing side was needed to be able to kind of, you know, shape all of that and make it happen uh, appropriately and in the best way possible. Right. So new states, new product launches. But I also looked at the brand and said, I think what we really need to do is, and, and Nancy tasked me with this, is define who we are. Because I was just saying a second ago, okay. it kind of happens organically, right? Like mm -hmm. we, we have the benefit of becoming a great brand, mostly due to Nancy's leadership and, and her visibility with the brand. But um, we've grown this great brand, but we couldn't necessarily put a finger on it and say, this is why, right? This is why people love us consistency of product and all that good stuff, yes, but really defining that DNA was one of my first big tasks, and I, I think we got pretty darn close and, and created the architecture for who we wanted to be going forward, and then began fulfilling on that by uh, updating all of our creative and looking mm -hmm. at um, how we're marketing, who we're marketing to, what our messaging looks like, and so, you know, kind Basics. of that. Basic stuff, right? Basic blocking and tackling, exactly. but evolving the brand, right? Okay. Because it's easy to, to get in the habit in cannabis in particular of being like, we sell weed, people like weed. No problem. We'll just you know put something in the market, but right. um, as it became more and more competitive, and this is where the industry part of the story comes in. Uh, it, not only did it become essential that you stood out, but also 
um, we had to look for ways to differentiate, right? So yes. moving beyond the distillate gummy, the basic, you know, 100 milligram, 10 milligram piece gummy, and, and creating something like our Optimus line, our fast acting quick line, our, uh, our uh, Spectrum live rosin line, mm -hmm. really differentiating and dimensionalizing the product. Yeah. I, you, you know, you, you, you say that, and, and I, I definitely, man, Joe, I appreciate that because as a consumer, you know, I, and you, you have to be prepared for this. You and the whole uh, WANA crew has got to be prepared for this. Is, is the level of sophistication of the cannabis consumer is going to continue to rise. Yep. The more, and, and you want that because it creates barriers to entry, right? right. Exactly. Right. For, for competitors. And you, you definitely want to have that in, in your in your brand. So kind of tell me about the next couple of years. Well, I, you know, I can tell you one thing, for sure, yeah. which is, you know, while while the consumer is becoming more sophisticated, yeah. you also have new markets coming on constantly. And at some point, yeah, at some point, we're going to legalize federally, I presume. Right. And so you're going to have a whole new sea of, of consumers who come in. So there's part of it that says, how do I speak to the consumer of today, right. who is my core consumer, who right. is becoming more sophisticated, they understand terpenes, they understand delivery systems, right. um, and then how do I speak to the new consumer and say, we have a product that is great for you, that you don't have to be scared of, it's a sleep gummy, it'll help you sleep, it's two milligrams of THC, right. you know, it's mm -hmm. something you can actually try and really understand the benefits of the plant. So that's where we look at our product set and say, we speak to this consumer, this consumer, or this consumer, and make sure we have a robust set for all of those consumers. Yeah, how do you get the word to the consumer? It's a tough question. Yeah, uh, I think on the elevator ride up, we were talking a little bit about um, <laughs> the fact that you know uh, marketing people in this industry have their one arm tied behind their back. Oh my God! On one list. That's what I said. I started to show up and say that hey, you yeah. got the toughest job in the cannabis industry. And it, it is it is hard. You know, the the dispensary right. and the bud tender are for better or for worse are still a, a significant. Um, part of how people understand and mm -hmm. get educated on products. So, so of course, we spend a lot of time on buttender education, mm -hmm. you know, in-store pieces, collateral, um, displays, all that good stuff. Uh, but then on top of that now, we are getting into a territory where we have messages regarding products that are use case specific, like our Optimus line, right. sleep product we were just talking about, right. right? And we just, actually this week, we just launched a companion. We have a, now we have a fast sleep product and we have a, a stay asleep product. So okay. our stay asleep product is um, a little bit, um, a few more cannabinoids in it than the, than the fast asleep. Um, but my, my point of saying all this is that uh, with use case specific products, we can communicate to you very clearly through you know digital channels as well as uh, in store. Right. This is a product that helps with sleep. Here's why. We can target people who are looking for sleep products digitally mm -hmm. and, and give them an opportunity to try a plant-based product that ultimately can, can change their lives. No, that's great. That's great. So challenges. Let's talk about some challenges, right? Yeah. Uh, talk to me about talent challenges, right? You know, the the, the whole world of work mm -hmm. uh, experience since COVID just really turned things on its head. Yeah. In many ways. Yeah. And and people have dealt with this in in different ways. And what are some of the things that have come about at Wanna Brands that uh, has evolved uh, through? changes and challenges with with talent and talent is it's hard to get great talent for sure it is mm -hmm. and, and i you know i'm really proud of the fact that we have a, a really high retention rate like we do not have a lot of turnover in employees so is so that good having, is that good joe i think that's good okay right well it could be i mean it could not be good right it depends upon who your employees are right uh in the case of our <laughs> employees i mean we do a nice job of, of identifying 
really good talent, bringing yeah. them in mm -hmm. and helping to uh, helping them get uh, a little bit further in the company and mm -hmm. understand what the opportunities are. So I, I'm happy with that fact. But part of what we part of the ways that we do that is, I think, understanding what employees want and need right now. Yeah. So we have the option to work from home or come in the office if we want. Right. Okay. So my whole marketing team, we work remotely, and that's the whole team. The whole team. Okay. And that's okay, right? Because uh -huh. that's. That's what they said, this is what we'd like to do, and we're right. productive doing it. Right. Um, so it's listening to your employees. It's mm -hmm. giving them opportunity. It's also creating a culture top-down that understands and respects the employee, but also understands and respects the mission that they're going after. And we are, I mean, it sounds hokey. We're very mission-driven. We're, we're here to enhance people's lives. I mean, yeah. That's what we're doing, right? And that's what gets you up in the morning. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. And we're taking that a step further. I don't know if you saw this, and hopefully you don't mind me <laughs> Kind of dropping this here, but, please. Uh, Nancy just uh, <laughs> launched the Wanna Brands Foundation, yeah. Um, and we just donated three million dollars to Johns Hopkins to do cannabis research Great. on things like autism. Well, we right? need more of that. I tell you For what, sure. that is that is absolutely a great or are you taking folks and when you're hiring talent just want to get back to that yeah. when you're hiring talent are you taking them from other industries and nurturing them and bringing them into the cannabis arena mm -hmm. or, or are you trying to find experience in cannabis how are you looking at talent you know that that's a mm -hmm. great question it's yeah. like I vacillate on I go back and forth yeah like, it, it kind of depends a little bit on the role because sometimes I'm like oh, I wish that person had cannabis experience they could have that insight and understand right. the uniqueness of this industry. Right. And I can tell you that people from outside the industry go, you're not any different than other, any other industry. They don't you know? know what they're talking right? about. Yeah. They, don't, they, they just don't understand. They it. don't understand. And so right. if you come in with that attitude, I think sometimes you're going to get kicked in the ass. And yeah. you know that that's not a good place to start from either. So I go back and forth because you can find really talented people with great skill sets that I know can get us you know further right. from outside of the industry. But ideally, I like to find somebody within the industry that has that skill set you know, maybe it's a year, maybe it's two years under their belt, and 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 bring those people in. You know what's cool about what you just said, and 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 I, I find many of my clients say the same thing you say. I'd like to have some uh, cannabis uh, experience, and 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 it's interesting. Three years ago, you couldn't get that. Oh no! Right, yeah. but now in this journey in cannabis and and talent, people are actually you can find people. I've been in it for five years. Right. Right. So now you can find experienced talent in a space. And, and, and I know many people who've come from other industries into cannabis and, and got in it and figured, I don't want to be here yeah. and have left. Yeah. So now we can see, see the journey of the talent based on the years served. And, and so the industry is normalizing. It's starting to normalize, right? Yep. It's not unrealistic now to say that you can get experience. You can, in some cases, some cases better than others, yeah. but there's a possibility there. Oh, I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Unfortunately, that makes me a little less unique because now there's a lot of people who have cannabis experience for a while. I was like, oh, I'll have a job no matter what. <laughs> that is great. So, so what do you think about legislation, right? What, what is happening? And, and, and look, we just had a midterm. Uh, election. Well, we did. Uh, well, it, one day it'll be over. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. We're still working on the Colorado right now. So I don't know. Okay. It's, it's, it's both. I don't know. But when it's over, we can say we had a midterm. Right. Right. And then we have a lame duck period. Yeah. All right. So do we have to get the legislation done in lame duck or it won't happen? What, what are your thoughts? I, I think the, the, the first part of what you said, if you just put a period after that, we have yeah. to get the legislation done. Yeah. I mean, 
lame duck or otherwise, because I don't, I don't think it's the the administration or you know who controls that the House mm -hmm. and the Senate. I think it's, I think it's the issue of cannabis, and it's a matter of finding the right way to get the legislation passed. Because there's so much hair on that, right? It's not just about who's president. It's about uh, you know uh, other bills that these you know bills are getting tacked onto. It's about social equity. It's about you know, it's different states' rights and, and mm -hmm. you know, the whole states' rights issue piece of this. It's really, really challenging. And so I don't, I don't have a good answer to say, like, when will it get done? I just know that it, it has to. And at some point, hands will be forced, right? Because we're at, what is it, with the two additional states now, uh, 19 adult use states? Yes, think, 19. Like 38 mm -hmm. with access to cannabis in some yeah. form? Yeah, I mean, how is it still federally you, illegal? you got 70% of the country. Right. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. So. No, no, that's that. Uh, that's a great point. I, I just wonder, you know, and, I, and I've said this before, and I've published this, and I've said this before, is that when a, when a political party decides that I'm going to own cannabis, yeah. I'm going to put my arms around it, they're going to win a lot of elections. Yeah, well, that's the thing I don't understand, because every other issue, <laughs> yeah. you know, they get their polls out, and they're yeah. looking at all the numbers, and like, oh, well, they like this thing, so we're going we're gonna to say we like that, right? Yeah. Well, what about cannabis? Seventy-five percent of the country was illegal. Like, what are you doing? Why are you not listening to that? Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. So you guys, Warner Brands, you're here at the show. What's the objective of, of, of? I mean, why do you come? So, and don't tell Chris Walsh I said this. Okay. But, uh, Chris, <laughs> I long, long time. Buddy Is he mine. here? Yeah. Uh, somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, but the we we come mostly for yeah. for meetings. I mean, my yeah. my schedule's packed with. It becomes a meeting place, right? And right. It, I really started a couple of years ago. Like, as a brand, yeah. I, I stopped having a booth, like, before Wana, yeah. you know, a while back because it doesn't, for, for me as a brand, doesn't really do that much. There's other brands for whom this is a great conference. It works that way, right? But but we attend and we participate yeah. for visibility, for meetings, uh, and for, for getting some business done. Mm-hmm. Captive audience. You, captive audience. Right. Everyone's here. Right. And, um, right. and we're all thinking about the same things and the same issues. And also for some education, right? So Nancy's right. going to be on the main stage tomorrow. And, okay. you know, there's going to be a lot of, I think, important discussion around what's going on in the industry today. And I think we're at a more critical time than I've seen really in, in my history with cannabis. Yeah, I, I think there's some meat on the bone in, in this particular conference. But I, I'm always curious about why you come. You made a statement. You said that really, as a brand, it doesn't do much for you. Some brands, it does. What's the difference? Well, I think... You know, for me, so as a wholesaler of edibles, yeah, my customer technically is the dispensary, right? The buyers uh -huh. of the dispensary, mm -hmm. and then obviously I want to reach the end user consumer. I don't have the end user consumer here. Yeah, and I also don't really have a lot of retail dispensary buyers here, right? So, yeah. um, you know, if you go to the show floor, it's a it's a lot of brands, but a lot of them are B two B and equipment yeah. and things like that. And I think they're they're trying to shape a whole separate section for brands, and so we'll see where that develops. But even even so, because it's a state-by-state state thing, like, right. and for Juana in particular, and I don't mean this arrogantly, but, like, a lot of people know who we are. Yes. I'm not going to run into something. You've done like, a great oh, job. I've never heard yes. of Juana before. Let me uh, see if I should get that into my dispensary. Like, <laughs> we're, you know, if we're in a market, people know who we are. No, so. no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. So, man, uh, really, Joe, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate thank it. Thank you for uh, uh, participating, being part of our show, and 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 land some knowledge on on us as a community man always appreciate you and let's not let it be so long yeah it's been a you while. know it's been a while you gotta work on that <laughs> i i do. <laughs> I do i do i do i do i appreciate you having me thank you
man, I tell you, uh, Vern Davis, host of Plant Profits. My guest today, Joe Hodas, CMO of Wanna Brands. I really appreciate you being here. And uh, we'll talk on the other side. Man. Thanks, Vern. Okay. Thank you. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.